Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. everybody. Welcome to Sophia with Enough. I am recording this from my hotel bed. Alex is here, my producer. <laughs> we look like the old people in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 100%. We're trying as hard as we possibly can to not move the mic so the audio doesn't get <laughs> fucked up. But Alex is about to be swinging it around in two fucking seconds. The mic is really heavy, you guys. <laughs> I already just like moved it 28 times. But you know what? If you guys listen to the show and you love me, you're going to forgive me. So this is what's been going on. I am in LA still. I was planning on coming here for one day. I've been here for a fucking week. I guess that's just like how I travel apparently. And it has been a total, I'm not going to say disaster. I'm going to stop being so self-deprecating. It's just, it's been a lot. It's been a blur. It's been a blur and it was a fucking disaster. (laughs) We're still here. It's still a disaster. I can never show my face here again. There's way too much shit that happened. Okay. 
My behavior here has just been completely inappropriate. I did get a lot done. I went on three shows. Lala Kent, obsessed with her. Alexis Nyers, also obsessed with her. And Andrew Santino's show. You might know him from the show, Dave. He's the ginger. Yes, he's the ginger. And where do we start? Like, I I don't even know where to fucking start. Um, How about we start with the fact that when I was on Andrew's show, he asked if he could go through my purse, found a, (laughs) and this is on camera. This is like all being filmed and going to be released to the public. He finds a rolled up $20 bill in my purse. (laughs) We don't need to talk about why it was like that. Someone handed it to me like that. I was not doing drugs, so don't come at me. It just happened to be rolled up. Why was it rolled up, Alex? I'm not sure, but remember how he said that there was blood on it? (laughs) Yes. He said there was blood on it. So he pulls out the $20 bill on camera. Alex, about 15 (laughs) minutes later, what did you do? I I pulled up Snapchat and I made like a little sign, you know, like can make the text really big. And I held it up and it said, put away the dollar bill. Or no, what did it say? It was like, move the dollar bill. So it was a little bit distracting. It was fucking hilarious. Andrew called her out on camera as well. Oh, and then Alex held up the phone while I'm trying to do this interview and had something that said, where's the bathroom? (laughs) So you'll never be coming with me ever again. The bathroom was lovely, by the way. There was a bidet. I did use the bidet. Thank you, Andrew. It's called a bidet. I don't believe you. Well, actually, I know it's a bidet because one time I did an ad for a bidet and I called it a bidet. (laughs) I had had like a few hundred people call me out and it was very embarrassing. But you know what? Now I know. (laughs) Bidet, fromage. What's another French one? Je m'appelle. <laughs> okay, so that was Andrew's show. Then, I think it was the second day we were here, Delaney, who is on the team, meets these rappers in the lobby mm-hmm. and decides that we're going to go to dinner with these guys <laughs> and just lets me know, you know what? That's what's happening. That's where we're grabbing dinner Let's just like all go. There were also 10 people at this dinner. Uh, One of them was supposed to pick Alex up (laughs) because he was so tall. Is that what you asked him to do? He was like 6'9". I was like, well, can you pick me up so I can see what it's like up there? (laughs) And after the dinner, I got a DM that was like, I wish I could have lifted you up in the air. I was like, no fucking way. How did you actually respond? I was like, me too. Probably with like hard eyes or something. (laughs) You probably would. Okay, so that was the dinner. What did we do after that? Not sure. Then I am talking to another rapper. I'm not going to disclose his name. We've been talking for a little bit. Um, I really like his music. I find him attractive. We've been talking. And uh, when, when, like, when did I get on this rapper kick? All Dude, of a sudden. I don't know. You're so LA. I, oh my God. LA changed me fucking quickly. So I am texting him and it's late at night and he wants to do a booty call. 
And he asked me when he can send the card to pick me up. And like, I had been flirting with him, whatever. And I tell him, fuck, I'm going to pull up the text right now. Okay, you guys, these texts, I did not remember how fucking out of pocket I was being. Let me just read a few things that I fucking said to him. I don't know who I think I am. Okay, so he tells me I am going to send the car. I said, I'm not a fucking groupie. You have bitches tripping all over your dick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then... He says he's going to send the car again. He tells me to like fucking relax because I was saying crazy shit. He said, stop tripping. What the fuck? (laughs) And then this is a good part, you guys. Uh, He says, I'm sending the car. And I said, okay, I guess I'm just avoiding the question of when the car should pick me up because I'm a little bit on my period. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says... Oh, what the fuck? Nah, I'm scared of that. (laughs) (laughs) So then I said, are you being serious? Like for real? He said, yeah. And I said, okay, cool. Have a good night. I said, LOL. Sorry for being a woman and biology. (laughs) Is what I said to him. And But then he was nice. And he said, no need to apologize. So that was nice of him. It's like this man has killed so many people. (laughs) And he's scared of you being a little bit on your period. He literally has like been involved in shootings. And he's uh, scared of a little period blood. Very interesting. The I more guess you know. I guess it's just not for everyone. Different types of blood are for different types of people. <laughs> okay, that happens. <clears throat> then, guys, I go to a party without Alex. This is like the next night. And it's this mansion. It's this really famous guy. I'm just going to say his fucking name because I didn't know who it was. Stephen Slate. I, he's huge in tech or something. We go to this party. This guy, this is the most LA shit I think I've ever seen. This dude thought it would be cool to have cutouts of himself (laughs) all over the party, all over his mansion for people to take pictures with. I love that. You you would do something like that. I would 100% do that. I wouldn't because I'm not just that self-obsessed and I thought it was cringy. So what I decided to do is kind of vandalize one of the cutouts and (laughs) I pretend I put the cutout on my vagina so it looked like he was eating my pussy. I bent over and like stuck my ass up in the air where his dick was on the cutout so it looked like he was fucking me from the back. (laughs) I have all these pictures. (laughs) I have all these pictures, you guys. So that's just a little bit about LA. Um, Also, we did a few visits to a little place called Saddle Ranch, (laughs) which is, it used to be the cool place to go, right? It was like a bunch of TikTokers. Oh yeah. Like everyone, that's where, if you wanted to see Bryce Hall and those guys, like you would go to Saddle Ranch. Okay. But it's not like that anymore. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, just the wannabes go. And that was us. That was us. We went twice. (laughs) We went twice to this fucking place. And everyone we've told here, they're like, (laughs) how old are you? Like, what the 
fuck are you doing at Saddle Ranch? And we, I don't know, I had a good time. I did fucking blast. I did too, but it was crazy to be called out by so many of like my LA friends. Like they really, Mike Majalik. Yeah, he was pissed. He was like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? Um, Another thing, last thing I'm going to say about LA, I don't ever want to hear someone mention the word crypto or OnlyFans <laughs> to me for the rest of my fucking life, please. I How many, I mean, Alex, you witnessed some of it. Yeah. I've had four dudes since I've been here. No, you know what you got to do? Start the OnlyFans. You got to do it. And then they try to tell me like something about the money with the OnlyFans, the crypto, the NFTs. Leave me alone, please. I don't want to do OnlyFans. Mm, probably in the future. But not right now. I'm going to do it now. You are? Maybe. Didn't you make an account? Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Are you going to show pussy and stuff? No. What are you going to show? Your TikToks? No, I'm going to show... I don't know. Whatever the people want. Okay, good. So the thing is, is it's been a little bit taxing to be running and like going on people's shows. I have my show. I, I have a lot of shit going on. Uh, apparently Alex went to a music festival. Yeah. While we've been in LA. Yes. I just, I I can't, I can't, I just, it's fucking insane. Okay. So I, first of all, Alex, why are you going to a music festival when you're here for work is what I want to know. Um, (laughs) cause you were busy doing your own thing actually. And because, well, here's another uh, thing about rappers. One of them is (laughs) our really good friend. Guap dad. Yes. Okay. And. He was performing, so I got to go see him. Mm -hmm. I was on stage. It was really fun. You're bragging so hard right now. I love it. Is that a brag? A little bit, but like I love that you're owning it. Oh, I just thought it was like interesting. I'm not trying to brag. I just think it was like sweet. You really just got insecure about it. I didn't get insecure. I just got sad. Okay, well, we don't need to be sad because of this fucking conversation, but you could have been you know, following me around and filming content, like vlogging a little bit. You could have been doing some stuff, but that's fine. You didn't like, leave the hotel room once. I didn't leave the hotel room? And when I was at the festival and like the convention and stuff, you uh-huh. were at the hotel room. Was I, I wasn't supposed to there. Film? <laughs> okay. You know what? Alex, you're right. You're the boss. You let me know <laughs> what needs to get done. So I need to film um, a clip for Instagram And because I ended up staying here longer than I was supposed to, I didn't have the product with me. So I (laughs) sent Alex to go get the product. You had to go to Ulta or some Sephora or something like that. Um, She took a lot longer than I was expecting. (laughs) I thought she'd be back in 30 minutes. It was a little bit longer than that. And I would love for you to tell everyone why. (laughs) Please. Okay. So I went and got your shit at the store. And it was at the mall. So I had to go into the mall. Mm -hmm. And then coming out, I was waiting for my lift. And there was these two guys sitting there smoking weed, drinking, (laughs) like In the mall. Yeah. They're just smoking weed in the mall and have like open containers. Yes. Okay. And so I go over there. (laughs) Make myself right at home and start drinking with them. And he rolled a joint. I had a hit of the joint. We just hung out for like 20 minutes waiting for my lift. The security guard actually came up to us probably three or four times. And then I left. 
Did you did you just go sit over where they were, or did, or did they say, "Girl, come over here and smoke with us"? No, I. Feel or like did you just like, walk up to them and were you like, "Can I have a fucking hit of that"? I think they were like giving me the eye, and I was like, mm. "Okay, okay, I was, okay." I was giving them the eye, and they were like, "Hey, you should come over here." And I was like, "Okay." You guys had a connection. We did. Well, I'm glad that you made it back safely. That's probably a little bit dangerous to just be taking drugs from random people <laughs> and a little bit of a risky move considering I needed the product ASAP to film with it. But- I was waiting for my lift. <laughs> okay. Can we move on from LA? I think I think that about sums it up. Do we have anything else we need to say about it? Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. 
Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set on a date or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And you know what? If you are listening, wondering uh, why I just casually talk about how I'm texting rappers about fucking them and all of those things when I have a boyfriend. The thing is, guys, I really never have the intention of fucking them. I just kind of need them on my team, like on my side, you know? Yeah. So I just got to like, I got to keep them interested. And I think it's, I'm very blessed that I'm able to do that. I know it's manipulative. I know they're going to call me a tease. I know they hate it, but God damn has it advanced my career a little bit. <laughs> okay. So now you're bragging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of. But do you think that's wrong to no. flirt, to get something? No. I think it's wrong for men to want to just use me for my vagina hole. That's true. Yeah. So, it's, so you need a little payback. Yeah. Or it's just like, we're Push like, we're, we're even, we're even, we're on the same playing field. You want my pussy. I want something out of you to make money. And that's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. And my boyfriend is actually very confident and secure enough that he knows about it and doesn't mind. Yes. So just wanted to throw that one out there. <laughs> also, uh, let's talk about giving head for a second. Okay. Something neither of us ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little segue. Let's talk about blowjobs. Um, yeah, I don't really do them. But the thing is, I got some insider info, some insider trading, some insider <laughs> info from a guy that is hooked up with enough girls that he has experience. Okay, yes. And so what he told me, I feel like we can really, we can trust what he said. Yeah, for sure. He gets his dick sucked a lot. Three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Basically, by a lot of different type of girls. And he's probably gone head every which way. Mm -hmm. So I want to tell you guys about the way that he prefers it. Every guy is different, but... I would say the majority of them are kind of along the same lines and like the same things. This is what he said. He said, 
you need to go 20% performative. Mm -hmm. I think he wants it. He wants the blowjob to start off that way. And I think what he means by performative is just like the loud, like being loud, making slurping noises, moaning, porn star shit, you know? Yes. Just probably deep throating, just like being really, really over the top. And then he said the other 40%, he wants, <laughs> do you have anything to add? No. Because you've never sucked a dick before. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm trying to learn. Okay. You're, trying, you're taking notes. You're, you want me to say something? I'm taking mental notes. <laughs> I just was hoping because you were there, like maybe you remember. But no, I <laughs> oh, am. Nope. <laughs> but I am saying it right. And then he, oh, and then he said he wants the other 40% to just be chill. And what he means by being chill during a blowjob, that's someone else's guess. And I know that's not how you say that phrase, but that's just how I fucking said it. Your guess is as good as mine. Exactly. I think he just means, he wants the girl to start off like a freak porn star, but he doesn't want that the whole time. He wants you to kind of tone it down and genuinely suck his dick like focus yeah like focus and don't be like oh my god I love your dick which I don't know how you would say that with the dick in your mouth (laughs) but he wants you to seem genuine about it I want to suck this dick Mm, that makes sense (laughs) hold on I understand the genuinely sucking it though I mean I don't understand I would never genuinely like it it would be an act but there's two different types of acting. There's Meryl Streep and then you got Megan Fox, you know? <laughs> Meryl, Meryl Streep is that that's the performance he wants. Megan Fox would give more of the porn star performance. Yeah, that makes sense for some reason. Because Meryl Streep is a better actress. Yeah. What the fuck? Absolutely. He's, so that's oh, and then he said he doesn't want you sucking it for too long. Mm-hmm. This kind of makes me hate men right now. Why? Like, can we do anything right? We need you to be performative. We need you to deep throw, but we don't want you to deep throw that much. We want you to be sloppy, but we just really just want you to tease it and kiss it. Like, okay, what do you want from us in a blow job? But he did say, don't do it for too long. He hates when a girl is sucking his dick for too long. He just wants to stick it in. I like that part because I don't want to do it for long either. So. But like, but what dude says that? Can you imagine telling a guy, I don't want you eating me out for that long? I would never say that. I mean, you, oh, because you don't like it. Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, would you ever tell a dude, hey, can we just knock that off? Yeah. If it was like bad and I was bored. That's true. That is true. Which happens a lot. But I mean, I, don't, I do it differently. I like grab their head and like pull it up or whatever. Right. And this guy, he was kind of like insinuating he wants the girl to just on her own accord, take the initiative to take her mouth off his dick and ask him to put it it in. Which is hard because how would you know? How would you know? And also, is he that lazy? Like, why can't he just be like, bitch, get up here? (laughs) No. Right? Yeah. Make that bitch sit up. What's that lyric? I have no idea, but that's (laughs) funny as fuck. 
<laughs> you want to suck it on your knees, make that bitch sit up. You, <laughs> never, <laughs> you never heard that? No, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to stop singing on this uh, show called Sophia with an F because I've been singing a lot lately and I don't know if that's what people want to hear from me. So that's how you give a blowjob. Now let's get into Sleet University. I'm not a fucking groupie. You have bitches tripping all over your dick. You want to suck it on your knees, make that bitch sit up. I am really excited about this. I want to talk about knowing when it's time to break up and how to do it. Because that is a tough fucking thing to do. Yeah. How do you know when you should break up with someone? How do you decide like when the relationship needs to be over? Yes. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that. I've never been the one to initiate it. I just always get broken up with. So, And then I just stay in the relationship for four years longer than I'm supposed to. So I don't know why the fuck we're talking about it. Because I've learned. Because now I've experienced it and I know. And by the way, I am not judging because I have been there. I have felt it. We all have. It is the most uncomfortable gray area of all fucking time. Yes. It sucks. Yeah. It's a fucking crisis. An environmental crisis, people. <laughs> so you, it's like you've been with this person for two years now. You know their entire family, their mom, their dad, their annoying ass aunt who's way too fucking possessive of her kids and flashes her vagina, which <laughs> that happened in my family. Yep. We'll talk about that later. She did flash it to my boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. but- you know what? It was a crazy Christmas that year. It really was. She she wanted him. Yeah. I mean, we are we do talk about incest a lot. So That's people true. probably believe. Yeah, I'm gonna show your boyfriend my vagina too. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you are. <laughs> but that is not <laughs> what we are talking about. So the breakup, how to know if you should do it. You've been through so much with this person, but the relationship has run its course. You know it. They know it. Your fucking nail lady knows it because you bitch about it every two weeks when you go in for your mani-pedi, as we all do. Things have gotten dry. And this could happen for a bunch of reasons. I think that's kind of like one of the scariest things when I think about the future and my relationship is it getting stale. Does that ever worry you? You're worried about your relationship getting stale? Yes. In the future. That's like a worry. That's why I think you should be able to re-up your marriage contract every seven years. Yeah. I think that's a healthy relationship kind of thing. Oh, if it's... Oh, you wouldn't know. Because I'm worried about um, (laughs) getting... Emotionally abused. Right. As the relationship goes on. Not getting stale. (laughs) And also worried about them like in jail. And then they can't fuck... Text you back. Okay. Well, you're young. And when you grow up, you will have a serious relationship. I hope you will. (laughs) We need need to get the mental stability a little bit more there. And then you will be. I don't think so either. So don't even (laughs) worry. Just kidding. I am fucking unstable as fuck right now. And I have an amazing relationship. I was crying two minutes before this episode. Anyways... It's also worth noting that usually you are mentally checked out of the relationship way before you actually get out of the relationship. 
You start looking at other people a little longer than you should. You may even give out your number. Like you start answering DMs from dudes. You're getting annoyed at your partner like way easier or getting pissed at tiny shit you wouldn't usually. Those little things is that's kind of like the start of it and like kind of how you can tell that maybe it's time to break up. Obviously, getting mad over little shit happens in all relationships, but it's you got to look at the big picture. Yes. Are you getting mad at little shit and also answering DMs and also just feeling like you want out? So now that you're in this godforsaken place, people, what the fuck do you do? And that's what I want to talk about today. The sad part is you kind of already know what to do. Like the relationship is dead, but how do you go about it? You don't want to hurt their feelings. So what are you going to do? Sit there, stress yourself out, get gray hairs and waste your fucking youth because you don't want to hurt Steven. I wanted I wanted to say the billionaire guy's name that I went to his party. But I'm not going to do that to him. Steven Glansberg. We'll, we'll just say... We'll just say, uh, Brad, you don't want to hurt Brad's feelings. You just need to get the fuck over it. And you got to rip the bandaid off because the longer you wait, the worse it gets. Yes. And you're, you're just setting yourself up to continue being miserable. And like life is too short. Yes. And if you really do give at least a little bit of a fuck about Brad, you will give him that decency as well to break up with him. Yes, I completely agree with that one. And I think that like really helps to keep that in mind when you need to break up with someone. So he can get on with his life and you can get on with yours. And the most growth happens when you are single. 100%. That is where you learn who you are and you get stronger and... I'm about to break up with my boyfriend. I'm like convincing (laughs) myself right fucking now. Find yourself. Eat, pray, love. (laughs) Exactly. And you never know who's out there that will change your life. So how do you actually go about breaking up with this person? That's a lovely question. Because like what you're like, it's been real and it's been fun, but it has (laughs) been real fun. Peace out. No, actually... What you do is you just be genuine about it and say, I'm not happy anymore. Ooh, that could really hurt some feelings. That that would be the genuine way to go. I feel like there is some uh, lying-ish you could do so it doesn't hurt them that bad. Yeah. I need to work on myself. Yes. It's me. It's not you. you. It's me. (laughs) Yes. Sit them the fuck down and say, we got to break up. I am just not ready for a relationship right now. (laughs) After you've been dating for like four years. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to work on myself. Yeah, I think you definitely, you got to say working on yourself. Yes. Like the safest route. That's got to be in there somewhere. I feel like that's something they could understand and feel better. You could really like hit it home. You'd be like, I need to work on myself. Uh, I need to go to therapy. I've been having psychotic thoughts and visions and just (laughs) hallucinations. Yes. And then he'll think you're batshit and then you would be good to go. Don't do it over text. We're not doing this shit. We're not doing this shit over text. I know uh, it's hard for a lot of you, especially the younger crowd Mm -hmm. to do it in person. You got to do it in person. 
and pack up all his shit, put it in garbage bags, leave it on the front porch. That's another option. Yeah. Let him know what the fuck is up. Be so evil about it that he is happy to get away from you. Yeah, no. Why don't you just be so horrible and terrible and disgusting and vile that yes. he breaks up with you and then you don't even have to do it. Oh my God, yes. Two start, birds, one stone. Start being a terrible human being <laughs> so that he can get over you. Because those breakups are so fucking hard when it's like, no one did anything that fucked up, but yeah. you just don't want to be there anymore. So you got to just, you know, ramp it the fuck up, do something really fucked up and uh, he'll, he will let you go. Crease all of his Nikes. <laughs> what? Crease? Yeah. What does that mean? Like when you like stomp on them? No, like when you put your toe up oh. and the shoe bends. Yes. Crease all of his fucking shoes, that little hypies. <laughs> like Uggs. Like how Uggs will do that, right? Oh no, Uggs are like your feet are flat on the ground and the Uggs are leaning to the side. They're not even like oh on the you know I'm talking yes, about. I do. That is so fucking like specific, but so like relatable. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Why the <laughs> fuck do they do that? I have no fucking clue. I'm allergic to Uggs. <laughs> you wear them like every no, day. No, I can't anymore. Haven't you noticed I've stopped? That's true. Maybe it was a blessing. Now we have to get rid of the nurse <laughs> shoes next. What shoes? The nurse shoes. Your fucking kids. <laughs> Fuck. Give me shit for my shoes. That's Well, I think the kids are cute. But then I did go out and buy fucking dino stompers, kind of. Yeah, she did. Okay, so practice what you preach. I will. I'm working on it. I'm a work in fucking progress. That's another line you can tell him when you need to break up with him. (laughs) Um, Just trust the process and trust the universe. And I'm going to sound like I'm on some witchcraft Wiccan (laughs) shit. But you have to know that things are going to work out after the breakup. Yes. You need to believe that. And if you don't, I'm telling you right now, you will be fine after the breakup. You will actually be be better. 100%. Because like you said, like you grow way more when you're single. Like mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship, it's really easy to like become codependent on each other. Yes. And like you eat together. You do a fucking together. Like everything. You get mad at each other when someone eats without the other one. Like, yeah. Some people even lose themselves in the relationship. 100%. I've seen that and I don't like seeing it and it makes me sad. And so I don't want my sleuths in that situation. So guys, that was Sleut University. Class dismissed. Everyone better be single after you hear this episode. I don't want anyone in a relationship. Oh, I'm single <laughs> Oh, after you just said we're not singing anymore. Uh-huh. We like to do that. Together, mostly you. Okay, guys, let's move in to questions and advice. SOS, save our sleuths. And uh, I thought I had a wild weekend, but once again, you guys never cease to surprise me. Is that the way you say that phrase? I have no idea. I was about to Google it. What's wrong with us? We're laying in a bed right now. Like so many things are wrong with us. (laughs) We've been in LA for a week. It was supposed to be three days, by the way, people. A week. Like, 
Mm-hmm. A week. A week. I have been wearing the same underwear over and over and over. I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> You're not wearing underwear. We have, we are living homeless, essentially. We've had to move hotel rooms 50 times. <laughs> We're homeless, like in the nicest hotel. I know. <laughs> That's uh, something I would like to call it privilege. I'm going to check myself right now. But we are living like disgusting animals. Very disgusting. <sighs> I just, I want to grow up one day. I'm not ready to be a big girl. I'm 29, but I'm not ready. Well. Maybe 2025. 20, try, try it on for size. Let me know how it goes. Maybe 30 is the golden number. <laughs> try it on for size. I think it is. So guys, fucking questions. Let's go. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now... I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off 
your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. All right, first question. And I'm a little bit nervous to read this one because it's going to sound like I'm bragging, but I'm fucking not. So this girl wrote in, Hey, Sophia, I saw you walking in LA with Alex. I was going to say hi, but you were texting and walking on your phone. Um, Okay, when I, well, it's usually DMs from people saying, hey, I saw you out. I didn't feel comfortable going up to you. Always come up to me. Always, every single time. I mean, my confidence is so fucking low. I need you to come up to me <laughs> yeah, seriously. and remind me that I am a, a somebody. Okay, so that's the first thing. Second thing is it's a little bit of a weird feeling just knowing when I'm out on the street with Alex that there could be <laughs> someone who knows us and is just kind of watching from the sidelines <laughs> because we are kind of fucked up people. Yeah, it's giving me very much Joe from you vibes. (laughs) You can't say that about my listeners. Oh, well. (laughs) They're not. I'm fucking with you. No, because I actually love it. Sorry, I interrupted you. Sophia loves it. I love it. (laughs) It was a joke. It is a little bit Joe from you vibes. Just like People watching from, you know, across the room, just kind of taking it all in, whatever we do. And I just, I get nervous. I'd rather you come up so that I can make sure that I act like a civil human being. Yes. I completely agree with that. Because knowing someone's just watching from afar... We could be doing anything. <laughs> it's a really scary thought. It's a very scary thought, actually. The shit we say. The shit we say. In the way public. The especially <laughs> us at Saddle Ranch last night, bawling our fucking eyes out. I hope no one was in there that knew that we were who we were. Guys, Saddle Ranch. <laughs> how much? How much more promo can we fucking give them? Yeah, we were uh, literally crying. At Saddle Ranch. Bawling. We were having like a deep moment and a deep discussion talking about our childhood. Bawling. <laughs> then getting on the mechanical bull. <laughs> then like... Moving tables. Yeah. Moving from the bar to a table. Exactly. So uh, thank you so much for writing in. And if I just made myself sound like I think I'm the shit, I'm the fucking shit and I don't really care. Okay, next question. <laughs> I have a situation that my boyfriend has put me in and I don't know how to handle it. This segue, I don't know if we can do this segue. It's just, it's a very, it's a very serious question, you guys. So let's just go. I have a situation that my boyfriend has put me in and I don't know how to handle it. A few nights ago, I caught him filming us having sex. We have talked about this before. I always tell him I am not comfortable with that. And he always seems understanding. But then I caught him doing it again while I was in doggy. He was pulling my hair so hard that I couldn't look back at him. The next day, I looked at his phone and I found videos from multiple sexual hookups that we have had. I feel so disrespected because he completely disregarded my lack of consent. 
he has broken my trust and I don't know what to do. How should I handle this? Do I break up with him or try and build back our relationship? We've been together for a year and this is the only issue that we have. Thanks. A heartbroken Slooty Pebble. That just made me emotional. Okay. First of all, fuck this guy because what in the actual fuck? It's simple. You need to obviously break up with him. That's the first thing you need to do. Yes. And we can't take that shit lightly. No, no. That is, it's completely insane. He didn't have your consent. And it's, I think the way that society fucking works, and I don't want to go off about the patriarchy or anything, but sometimes it is confusing for us to know what is not right and what is. Yes. Sometimes it's confusing to know, was it consent or it's my boyfriend? So maybe it's not that bad. And we we do mental gymnastics to try to convince ourselves that something is okay when it's fucking not. So you got to break up with this guy. You also need to get those videos deleted off of his phone, wiped from his phone, iCloud, whatever. Because if he was that bold to do that after you clearly said no, then who knows what else he can do? Yeah. Who knows what he's doing with those videos if he's not letting you know, like. Right. His horniness clearly takes precedent over that considering he's done this three times now, multiple times. So. Yeah, probably more because she he's doing it when she's not looking. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> this is so heartbreaking. I feel so so terrible. I do too. And I, I mean, obviously this guy is a piece of shit and he's a predator, but no means no, you fucking incel. I want to like call him the fuck out. I won't, but there's no building back after this girl. Like this is worse than cheating. It really, really is. Obviously you still love him and have feelings for him, but you need to leave him and you're going to be okay. Yes. That was heavy but it was really brave that she wrote it in. Okay, so let's move on to the next question. Just trying to figure out a way to naturally go into something that's a little less heavy, but I am an expert at podcasting, so I will make it happen. Okay, Sophia, please read this. I need your help. The guy I'm seeing just opened up to me about cross-dressing. He's been trying on slash wearing women's clothes since he was little and has been struggling with his sexuality and gender for years now. We were recently hooking up and I noticed he was wearing a thong. I'm not homophobic, but if I'm honest, I'm attracted to masculine men which he is. So this is a new territory for me. Can you please give me some advice on how to support him and talk with him about it? I have genuine feelings for him and it took him a long time to open up to me about this. Also, you and Alex are amazing. Keep doing you salutes. I think it's worth mentioning that sexuality and gender is fluid. We, we know that. Yes. He can still be this masculine entity that you are attracted to and still be gender fluid. It's about what, yes, like Alex said, it's about what you are comfortable with and social constructs are a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer that if we weren't 
all so victim to it that our love lives would be a lot different. That's that's how I feel. And with that being said, if you like literally everything else about this man, then I would try to just learn about it, learn about him and see where your mental is. The last thing you should do, though, is try to get him to be something that he's not. 100%. Because you're not comfortable. You can't do that. And if you can't get around it, then you got to move on. No love lost. I agree. Thank you. Okay, Alex, do you want to read this one? (laughs) Yes. Hey, Sophia, I know you've talked about how you really like to hit the block button. Is that just on text slash phone number or is on social media too? I personally think it makes you look weak if you block an ex on social media because you're letting that person know they have such a huge effect on you that you can't stand to see them and have to hit the block button. Woo! This was for me. (laughs) Okay. I love blocking. I don't think it's weak. I think it's like, I don't give a fuck. The social media blocking though, because the text, like blocking his number so he can't text or call you. My favorite thing to do, your favorite thing to do. (laughs) We switch it on and off every single day. We like to fuck with people's minds, just men. Mm -hmm. But I think if you do it on social media, it's not a good look. Blocking him from being able to text or call you makes you look like you don't give a fuck. Blocking him on social media makes it look like you do. I think because social media, well, A, you can use it as a tool to really let him know you don't care, obviously, by posting shit on your stories, whatever. But then I also think that it seems like you just blocked his number and the social media blocking, you didn't think about it. It was like an afterthought that you really didn't care about. Yes. But I mean, we have the option now. You don't even have to block them anymore. You can just mute all their shit. That's what I do. What if you want them to know that they're blocked on social media? You could block them and (laughs) post a story and have your friend send your story to him and then it's going to say like (laughs) unavailable or something and he's going to be like, I can't see it. And then your friend could be like, oh, she blocked you. Damn, that's like a lot of work. (laughs) Maybe you should just fucking block him. I don't know. I think it's best to look like you actually don't give a fuck and you knew you needed to block his number, but you didn't even, it didn't even cross your mind that you would need to block him on anything else because that is how lit, you think about him. Yes. I was just thinking like when I block people though, it's not just for them to know that they're blocked. It's for me too. So you don't have to see them? So, Well, not that. So I don't like reach out to them kind of like, mm. for example, last night I unblocked <laughs> my ex and I called him 19 times. One nine, 19 <laughs> times. So if I left him blocked, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But, oh, dude, you were on a mission. You think if you had him blocked, you wouldn't quickly unblock him and find a way to reach him? (laughs) There's no way. 
19 times, Alex. Yeah, but you're so right. I would have like went through Snapchat, Instagram. Everything. I would have locked his second phone number uh-huh. or unblocked his second phone number. You, you were going to find a way to talk to that man. 19. And he still likes me, Ooh, so. They love the crazy. Mm-hmm. Lucky number 19, girl. <laughs> so if you're trying to get your ex back, call him 19 fucking times. Okay, next. Hi, Sophia and Alex, of course. I know you just throw those things in. I do not put those in. I make sure I fucking leave them in. I might as well put them in bold so you know. (laughs) Okay, so this isn't a question or a story really, but I just need to tell you this because I was dying. I was at a ceremony for school the other day and one of the girls that they called up to the stage was named, drum roll please, Sandra Martinelli. (laughs) She is real. And she is from Buffalo, New York, apparently. Basically, you are an identity thief now. I'm obsessed. The fact that she called me an identity thief is kind of hilarious. So fucking funny. (laughs) And god damn. That's crazy. I need to meet this Sandra Martinelli in real life. The fake? Who's the real one? Is the real question. That's Which came a- first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Wait, that is a really good question. I'm going to go ahead and... Cl- it depends who was born first. If I'm older, <laughs> then it's me. You guys should like fight. We should. Like, may the best Sandra Martinelli win. <laughs> and really... <laughs> Beef it out. Yeah, really and prove- put, a, put an end to this. <laughs> and prove just how Sandra Martinelli we are. Mm-hmm. Okay, do people even know what the fuck we're talking about? Sandra Martinelli, I accidentally double tapped uh, one of this this girl's picture on Instagram. I was obsessed with a guy that was dating her. You guys know the drill. Uh, quickly changed my profile to the name Sandra Martinelli, which is not my name. Where did you even come up with that? Isn't Martinelli's like sparkly like, <laughs> cider or something? Yes. I have no idea. Oh, I know because my aunt's um the one of the cleaning ladies at her apartment, her name is Sandra. And she was there <laughs> when I was like having to hurry and change oh my, my name. God. And there's probably like a bottle of fucking Martinelli sparkling cider shit like on the counter. That I don't know. So funny. It is. It really is. What would your name be? Quick on Anton Ego. <laughs> That's not weird. That wouldn't draw attention at all. I feel like they would absolutely be like, who is Anton Ego? Why is he looking at my pictures? You got to like pick a name that's like chill. Okay, let me look around the room and see something. (laughs) Okay, name, first name. Last name, greatest. (laughs) First name, Melissa. Melissa White Claw. (laughs) I... Really need you to not name the other things in the room, please. Melissa Puff Bar. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, we are trash. If you guys, well, I guess we're going to have to show them the hotel room right now. Yep. Because it's fucking disgusting, but. Depression. Depression's (laughs) one hell of a drug. (laughs) Depression works in mysterious ways (laughs) and manifests itself in White Claw's Puff Bars, uh, a roll of toilet paper where it shouldn't be. Um, a statue of a dog or a sculpt, whatever the fuck that is. 
What's oh a tomato on the speaker because <laughs> we just don't clean up after ourselves. Okay, guys, that is it for this week. I love you so fucking much. Uh, I went on a bunch of shows, so look out for that and follow me. So if you're an F, Franklin with a Y, I really, really would be the happiest person in the entire world if you could subscribe to the show. Because once again, it just helps me keep on going. Alex, mm-hmm. where can they find you? You can find me at Alex Franco underscore meow on Instagram and TikTok. Oh. <laughs> but please don't follow me on there because it's right now. Don't because there's some shit there's some should... embarrassing things. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you just got to look back and laugh at yourself. You do. You have to own your ugly, <laughs> which is what I'm absolutely going to have to be doing because I fucked up a few times and there will be video footage and that's okay. Love you, <laughs> Sloots, so much. I'll see you next week. <laughs>